0: Hello and welcome to this episode of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast being recorded in the beautiful Hampton Inn & Suites, Tallahassee, Florida. Tonight, just like Mark Cohen, we're going to be walking in Memphis. Thanks for listening. Hello. Any first-time listeners, welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. So like I had said in the intro, I am in the Hampton Inn in Tallahassee, Florida. In keeping with my tradition of drinking local, I am partaking in a Reef Dweller IPA from Deep Brewing Company out of Tallahassee. This is a very fruity IPA probably a little bit more fruity than I typically like coming in at about 6.5 APV and keeping with the Tallahassee theme as I check into the hotel this apparently is FSU country I think the infamous uh, Jameis Winston Publix is not too far from here where FSU what do they say free seafood university there's even a FSU Spear in the lobby where you can take a selfie and post it with uh, social media tags and of course I walk in wearing a University of Miami t-shirt so hopefully nobody will slide anything under my door in the middle of the night so like I said this is going to be a Memphis tour and I had a recent one night turn and burn trip into Memphis was very quick and about 20 years ago I spent Roughly eight weeks in Memphis on a project, flying on Monday, and I flew back home on Friday. And those 16 flights allowed me to make Delta Gold for the very first time. And you would have thought I was a kid in the candy shop because I was silver for probably the first two or three years of traveling because I didn't do a lot of air flight, spent a lot of time uh, with windshield time. Making Delta Gold back then, this was before most credit cards were tied to any kind of airline loyalty programs so Delta Gold actually allowed you to get a lot of upgrades and to be able to change or reschedule flights for probably 25 bucks 2019 Delta Gold means little Uh, two to three upgrades a year at best I think you're gonna probably save on having to pay luggage fee if you decide to check luggage I think it still covers the Sky Club free Sky Club access in the case of like the Orlando airport that Sky Club is not amazing the one in Atlanta is absolutely packed so you have to uh, kind of fight for chairs and, and counter space with probably half a million other travelers that are also Delta Gold, Diamond and Platinum. I still get back to Memphis on a pretty regular basis typically connecting through there a few things have changed at the Memphis Airport over the past 20 years the biggest improvement is that the rental lot is now on airport property no more waiting for the Hertz bus to haul myself and 20 others to the off-property lot that trip easily added an additional 20 minutes to each trip you know some things have not changed Memphis is one of FedEx's major hubs with probably hundred and fifty FedEx flights coming in and leaving each day Memphis knows how to handle packages they know how to handle them efficiently What they still are not good at is handling luggage. I was traveling with a colleague who probably arrived 90 minutes after I did. So I headed down to baggage claim to kind of wait out that time for him to arrive. And I watched this plane load after plane load of passengers waited for what seemed eternity for their luggage to come out from the back of the building. I mean, someone at the Memphis airport needs to jump out of their office open the door walk across the tarmac to FedEx's logistics office because you know they got one there and go hey guys can you maybe give us a few tips on handling baggage a little bit more efficiently so right or wrong I consider Memphis as part of the Mississippi Delta if you have ever traveled to the Delta it's this wonderfully sensory overloaded piece of property perfectly crafted music tasty regional food and just amazingly friendly people. Yes, it does deserve that many adjectives. So my hotel was in downtown Memphis and the ride in was filled with just endless musical references. We took Union Avenue, which Mark Cohen sang about in his walking in Memphis. I think the, the lyrics were saw the ghost of Elvis on Union Avenue. We passed Sun Studios, which was the birthplace of rock and roll, launched the careers of Elvis, Johnny Cash, Carl Perkins, Roy Orbison, just to name a few, and it's still there. You can take a tour. And as we turn the corner towards our hotel, the W.C. Handy Museum was on the left, another one of Mark Cohen's lyrics from the song, W.C. Handy, Won't You Look Down on Me. So if you've never heard the song Walking in Memphis, I'll put a either a link or embed a video in the on the blog post that you can take a look at it. Just a really really cool song. Downtown Memphis is a mix of big commercial businesses with small local shops pretty much in between. The center of it all is the Memphis Redbirds ball field. I'm not a huge professional sports fan I just don't get into all the hype but I'll happily watch any minor league sports team whether it's hockey whether it's baseball. I think you get a little bit more bang for your buck. So here's a quick travel tip Anytime you enter a hotel room and find a pair of earplugs on the nightstand, there's a reason that they're there. And it's not because the couple in the next room is going to be having sexy time that evening. Nope, it's because your room is one block off and facing Beale Street. So more on that in a bit. So for us, travel always involves food. And dinner was at the Blue City Cafe. And if you know people, which fortunately we do, you can skip the line out front on Beale Street, walk in the side door off of 2nd Street, and find a reserve table. Start your meal with sausage and cheese platter. They call it the Beale Street Throwdown. Hickory smoked sausage, an assortment of just all kinds of cheeses, yellow cheese, white cheese, kosher dill pickle chips, some fresh crusty bread some more butter pickle chips and a mild barbecue sauce perfect for dipping if you've got a large group order a uh, Gillet of their stuffed mushrooms button mushrooms stuffed with shrimp and crab meat sauteed in this just uh flavorful and tasty garlic butter your stomach will definitely thank you for both of those treats the main course that night was meat meat and some catfish. So one order was the 24 ounce cowboy cut ribeye and it was as thick as my homeroom teacher's glasses and it hung over both sides of the plate. Cooked medium, it was a work of culinary art. I went with ribs and as cliche as it sounds and I hate to say it, the meat did literally fall off the bone. I just took a knife and just scraped the meat off all the bones. Their ribs have been featured in the travel channels taste of America. They've been on Bobby Flay's show. I think Bon Appetit even did or featured them in their barbecue issue. Definitely do not pass. Do not order a half a rack. Go ahead and get the full rack. Yes, you'll be able to eat it. And if you get a half rack, you'll be sorry that you didn't get the full rack. The catfish hit the table and it was devoured as well. And all of their catfish is harvested in Mississippi. Not a big deal to most folk, but when you're in the Delta area, it's a huge deal. You know, much of the catfish that's served in restaurants across the USA comes from overseas, which means less monitoring or control over the final product. It can make a huge difference in taste, and plus, hey, let's eat local, right, folks? We also threw down a few uh, local IPAs. This was stop number one, which will make sense a little bit more a little bit later. The second stop was just across the street at bb king's blues club and this place was packed for wednesday night i think it was a five dollar cover charge there was a live band we ended up upstairs huddled in the back corner of the room listening to the ps band and the ps band guys absolutely killed it they had everything from stevie wonder to prince each song was this musical adventure The the drummer i swear was playing with baseball bats for sticks Symbol, his symbols were just splintered. I'm sure it's all part of the appeal. They finished their set with Purple Rain and about three minutes later the place emptied and we headed back out to explore a little bit more of Beale Street. So here's a couple BB King factoids. So BB King often claims that he had just one woman in his life and that was his famous guitar Lucille. But that didn't mean there weren't many substitutes by his own estimate. King had 15 children by 15 women. None of them were his wives. He was married twice, but neither of those marriages produced children. So how this guy, how he's alive, who knows? I mean, there's 17 women over the course of his lifetime. And, of course, the running joke with the club staff was that when B.B. King was alive, and if anyone asked if he'd be dropping in that evening, the response was always, he'll probably be in later later. I mean, what a great grassroots marketing campaign. I'm sure BB King didn't hit that place very often, but it sure kept everybody there wanting and waiting just to see if BB King showed up. So it's now somewhere around 11 p.m. So what do four middle-aged adults decide to do? We decide to hop on bird scooters. So if you've never seen bird scooters, I'm sure you've probably seen them on the, the news, but they are these motorized scooters like our kids had, but without the motor <laughs> motor on them that you walk up, hit a QR code with your app on your phone and you basically write it. I think it's 20 cents a minute and you cruise all over town. So we decided we're going to hop on these bird scooters. That is after we drag them outside the no ride zone. So there's zones set up that you can't take off. Or the, the scooters won't fire up until you're outside of this no ride zone. Pushing a bird scooter or dragging a bird scooter down the street reminds me of that poor Publix employee that has to ride that electric grocery cart back into the store. There's truly no way to look cool doing it. It comes to bird scooters, right? What could possibly go wrong? So according to Business Insider, there's about 1,545 things could go wrong. That's the number of e scooter injuries that have happened between February 2018 and February 2019. I mean, honestly, these things are dangerous, you know, made more dangerous by the fact that you pick them up and drop them off about three feet outside every single bar on Beale Street. After about 20 minutes or so of reliving our childhood adventures, we needed something to bring the testosterone level down just a bit. Enter the dreaded third stop. So, for your first time listeners, My general rule is the third bar or third stop is where bad things happen. This is where shots of Fireball or Jägermeister suddenly become a good idea. No one starts out their evening (laughs) drinking Fireball or Jägermeister. Well, in our case, the third stop was back at BB King's Blues Club, where we found the uh, PS Band's frontman, Jerry Jones, had decided to come back out for Roughly an hour-long encore. So this is where Tequila, a clear liquid equivalent that holds the same mythical powers as Fireball and Jägermeister, entered the picture. So since we're back at BB King's Club, it's only fair to give you a little bit more detail about the club. It's this two-story establishment that's dark. The whole lighting budget is spent on the stage and the performers, not on the customers. The tables are covered in fan art, and the chairs are hard, heavy, and wooden. Perfect for a bar fight. Most of the drinks are served in plastic cups, because ain't nobody there going to want to wash dishes at the end of the shift. And the bartenders are excellent at reading lips, because the music is so loud, you can't even hear yourself. The club focuses on music, music from the soul, and music that speaks to your heart. So after a few more beers and some tequila, we closed the place down, literally. As we're filling the tip bucket for one more encore song, the staff was flipping the bar stools upside down on the bar. The band obliged as they belted out one last. It had to have been an eight-minute encore song. It's now 12.30 a.m. in the morning. Our ears are still ringing as we yelled goodnight like we were part of the band and headed back to the hotel. And it was then that I discovered that those earplugs were there for a reason. While the BB Kings Club closed right around midnight or 1230, not all the other clubs followed suit. And there was just this constant thump, 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 thump that you could hear of the bass coming through the whole building. So could you vacation in Memphis for a week? Eh, Doubtful. Is it worth a two-hour drive from Little Rock or a four-hour drive from St. Louis? Absolutely. You know, between the downtown area, including the Peabody Ducks, which if you've never seen the ducks or heard of the ducks, it's really cool. They've got about four or five of these, uh, I don't know if they're wood ducks. I think they're wood ducks, maybe mallard ducks. But every morning they come out of their little duck hut up on the penthouse of the hotel. They have their own private elevator. They have a duck guard that marches them through the lobby of the hotel, and it's a big ceremony. There's people lining the kind of the red carpet with velvet ropes. Ducks hop up into the fountain in the middle of the lobby where they happily swim and spend most of their day. And then somewhere around 5 o'clock in the evening, everybody gathers around. The duck master comes back and parades or corrals these ducks back to the elevator where they go back to their penthouse until the next day. You know, Graceland is cool. Some of the best fried chicken I've ever had in my whole life is at a gas station directly across from Graceland. Be prepared. Graceland is small. The first time I saw it, I drove right past it. Didn't even realize it. But uh, it's really not that big. But it's, it's cool and worth going to. And the other thing is the food. And there's phenomenal food. Uh, before we left, we had lunch at Gus's Hot Chicken. I had one of the guys with me probably about a year ago that he didn't realize when he saw hot chicken he thought it was the temperature of the chicken and not the flavor and by the end of the meal he had just beads of sweat on his forehead so Gus's Fried Chicken is another great place there's, uh, from there's gosh there's got to be at least a half a dozen other great barbecue places Pops is another good one not too far off Union Avenue so would I spend five days here Probably not. Is it worthy of a 48-hour stay? I think you could do a lot, see a lot, accomplish a lot, and definitely get a full belly. Well, there you have it. A short one this week. Safe travels, and thanks for listening. Hey, wait a second. Don't go. Make sure you check out all the blogs over at HypeAmerica.com. From food to travel to just general life humor we cover all the topics. Thanks again.